T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. There has been a lot of talk about UFOs lately. Plenty of objects are being shot out of American skies, and that includes one right here in Michigan. I haven't ruled out anything at this point. We continue to assess every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America with an attempt to identify it. At first, the government didn't rule out aliens. And even though now they have, they're still not sure exactly what's going on. Or they're not willing to reveal what they know. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. In just over a week, there have been four takedowns over U.S. airspace. The first one was about 10 days ago, identified as a Chinese spy balloon. Since then, the following three have been unidentified objects, with the latest of those objects shot down in Michigan over Lake Huron on Sunday. The U.S. government does say, though, there is no need for alarm. These most recent objects do not pose a kinetic military threat, but their path and proximity to sensitive DOD sites and the altitude that they were flying could be a hazard to civilian aviation and, and thus raise concerns. That right there is one of the Assistant Secretaries of Defense, Melissa Dalton, speaking on Sunday afternoon. Let us fast forward to today. What is the current latest? For that, we need somebody in Washington, D.C. So I called CBS News correspondent Steve Dorsey, who has been following this story. We haven't heard much from either the Canadians or the Americans over what these are. We did get a bit of a hint from Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who told reporters at the news conference that they appear to be part of what he calls a pattern. So all signs are indicating these are from China, perhaps, if this is a pattern, perhaps they're all balloons. China says they're weather balloons. Americans say they're intelligence gathering devices. They're different sizes. Maybe some aren't balloons. Some are different kinds of aerial objects. But we do know, at least from the White House in the last hour or so, that they have ruled out aliens. They're not thinking of aliens at this time, despite a weekend uh, Pentagon press conference not ruling that out. You heard Steve mention aliens. And yeah, over the weekend, the commander of NORAD, General Glenn Van Herc, said this. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. Are we sure this wasn't the work of aliens? I asked Bill Konkoleski that question. Bill is the state director of the Michigan chapter of the Mutual UFO Network. 
Are we talking about some flying saucers? I really think everything that's being shot down is man-made. Can you walk me through how you guys monitor or examine that kind of thing? Assume aliens come down in a flying saucer. I'll just be as blunt as that. Objects that people commonly attribute to flying saucers from space move at fantastic speeds. They have dramatic maneuverability. Imagine jet fighters thousands of years in the future. I mean, these things are very capable of avoiding our attention. These things that have been shot down have been plodding along through the sky. The one that was shot down over Lake Huron, they first observed in Montana, watched it drift over Wisconsin, over Michigan before they found the place that they thought they should shoot it down. That's not a sleek flying saucer. It's not even as sophisticated as seemingly as a drone. That last object that was shot down was flying over Michigan. All of a sudden, this international affair becomes a local story. Retired Brigadier General Michael McDaniel is now a professor at Western Michigan University's Cooley Law School. He told WWJ's Ryan Recker that the space above Michigan is busy. We've got a very active air corridor. Many aircraft coming from the east are going to come over southern Lake Huron and their flight path. That's going to raise a concern. We do know it was at about 20,000 feet and that it was in U.S. airspace, which the FAA is going to say is absolutely forbidden. It was clearly in an area where it would have been a hazard to commercial aircraft. We've got varying intel coming in for both this one and the previous two that were shot down over Alaska and Canada over the weekend as to the shapes, and that could be because they are of different origins, meaning either different countries or even privately owned in different companies doing different forms of research, including meteorological. Or it could be that there are different platforms being used by a foreign state that wishes us ill intent. At this point, we don't know, again, what the origin is or the type of platform this actually was. As Brigadier General McDaniel said, there are many unanswered questions swirling around this story. And if you ask Bill from the Mutual UFO Network, there are too many unanswered questions. And as a result, people reach out to places where they think they'll get a straight answer. People look to us for answers because they aren't getting answers from the government. The military is offering some very rough idea of what these objects resembled, claiming that they're unmanned, but really not offering any answers. To me, this is so unlike how any of this has ever worked in the past. I am assuming that in the course of history, the military has shot down things over our skies and not reported them. And in this case, they're being very open about it, where they're making a big deal about shooting down these mystery objects and then not following up. probably thinking to yourself, of course the UFO guy is skeptical of the government's explanation. But Bill's not alone. Our CBS News correspondent friend Steve agrees. 
I think that uh, certainly Americans want more transparency, right? And certainly the folks in Congress who represent some of these states where these uh, objects have been spotted, they want answers too. One of the questions the White House couldn't answer today in the briefing to reporters was why they believe China would send a surveillance balloon over the United States if they have satellites capable of gathering intelligence and signals data high above the United States in space. What's the advantage there for these kinds of balloons? And and the White House just said, you should ask Beijing that. Obviously, there needs to be some more transparency about what the policy is for these objects. Are we going to shoot down everyone that we see now? What's the calculation determined of when we can shoot them down over water or over land? And when we mobilize forces? Those are all questions that, that haven't really been clear from either the White House or the Pentagon. The United States and China already had a strained relationship before this balloon fiasco. So I wonder what this has done to mutual feelings. Perhaps China didn't intend for the U.S. to see it. Perhaps it had done it so many times that it didn't see any reason for alarm, thinking that it wouldn't cause any kind of unusual U.S. reaction as had been done in the past. So, you know, now things are, I wouldn't say they're back on ice, but we do know that uh, at least one official, the counterpart to Defense Secretary Austin, said his counterpart in China wouldn't take this call to discuss this. So there is some kind of um, breakdown in the communications, but so far nothing to really destabilize completely the relationship just yet. I was curious, though. Does Bill think the government is trying to telegraph something or maybe hide something out in the open? I think the government is building suspense. I think they're really trying hard to grab people's attention and focus on this. And then one day they're going to be like, okay, here's the answer. Boom. All of these were Chinese or something like that. Do you think this is a form of building cover for other things? Like you said, they're going to come out and say all of these things were X. And you think they maybe will try to slide some of these other things that might not have been X into that same category? Hmm. We're in uncharted uh, waters here, and I really have no idea where the government and the military is going with this. But uh, I think they're definitely putting in a show about it. I would think that they would probably be much less forthcoming about even having shot anything down if it wasn't for the useful purpose of some sort of big reveal. I am not a conspiracy theorist, but when you listen to how the U.S. government has explained or not explained this balloon invasion or whatever you want to call it, it's easy to see how conspiracy theories grow. It's a lack of concrete information. So maybe it's our government that's responsible for all the tinfoil hats. Today's big thanks go to Bill Konkoleski, Steve Dorsey, Ryan Recker, and Brigadier General Michael McDaniel. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Having the Daily J delivered right to you is easy. You can subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.